Groovy. Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast. Your favorite podcast to go for movies that are gory, have boobs, blood, are culty, are retro, are sci-fi, are horror, whatever. We've bent the rules so many times. Of course, to start us as a very niche podcast with only movies that were made in the 80s and 90s. Obviously, we evolved. We now have guests, etc., And uh, today we're going to talk about a very modern movie, but voiced. Let me introduce my guest. That would be H1N1 Zombies. How you doing? Doing good. What's up, everybody? Uh, Today's knife is my Cold Steel. Oh, Jesus. Kukri. Yeah, it's big. Big boy. I love... Hold on. Let me see this. (laughs) This reminds me... Dude, I love Cold Steel. They're one of my... Oh, my God. This is a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. She's thick. This thing weighs, like, what? Five? Four pounds? Not that heavy, but pretty close to it. She well, got some I, good I, chopping to her. I, I think it's because the angle of it makes it more weighty. Towards than, the front. Yeah, exactly. Yep, better for chopping. Yeah, that's a zombie killer right there. And, uh, yeah, this uh, would have worked really well in our uh, in the movie we're reviewing. Wish Homeboy had one of these. Yeah, uh, I do really appreciate the whole pickaxe theme, though. That really that really made this movie. Let me bump myself up just a little bit. So um, if any knife companies want to sponsor us, please send me an email at knifepartypod at yahoo.com because I keep it old school. But first, our real sponsors, and that would be you guys, the Patreons. Remember, I'd buy that for a dollar. Gets you episodes early and often without commercials except for my live reads. And also, uh, that also gives you our new podcast, the Power Glove podcast that comes out uh, every other Wednesday. And uh, today we're actually going to talk about Ninja Turtles, but that's different. That's later. The arcade games. The You'll good get ones. that a little bit later. A little bit later. And also for the uh, $5, I got five kids to feed Patreon, which is, I think we have the cheapest Patreon at a dollar, by the way. I'm pretty sure we do. I don't think anyone has one at a dollar. Most most are like two or three at least. But our $5 gets you Slime Mac Radios and other pod uh other things we do that are maybe i don't want to delete them but yet uh i don't i can't air them if you know what i mean (laughs) in fact there's even a uh self eulogy that i have hidden that will uh divulge someday and that'll be on that it's uh pretty sad anyway um i gotta hear that Yeah, it's a live suicide note. Besides the song Abyss uh, that Heaven's Heels did, it's it's pretty dark. And finally, dude, it's the best. Finally, at our $20 Stop the Bike, Stop the Bike level, not only do you get to request a movie each month and uh, be a guest on the show, for instance, H1H1 Zombies is here with me, but also you get sweet merchandise. How is the new Knife Party hoodie treating you? plush thank you it's uh, it, it's good my boy did not skimp out on the on the hoodie it's to, nice and thick to quote dr hammond we spared no expense so here we are uh we are talking about a very very recent movie called sisu that i watched with mr jeff ugly shoes yesterday i rented it on amazon we show it about it um because yeah. it's so good that you came over the next day which is today and i'm like dude we were going to do American Mary, and I, I really love that movie, but you got to see this movie. It is fantastic. Um, All I, th- I knew going in is this, like, this is John Wick in the woods, and you you agreed. Yes, it's John Wick in the woods. If you're hearing this um, through uh, YouTube or, you know, because we are not on Apple Music, um, that is just something that's probably never going to happen, never to come to fruition. I don't know why. Uh, when we start our own channel with Mr. Jonathan Fallen from Hoodcast AF, I believe we'll we'll have that all figured out. But that being said, um, 
Yeah, go to uh, the little cute website I made, and that is at knifepartypod.podbean.com. And uh, it's a cool little app you could download as well. And the great thing is you get to download all of our episodes. They're all you know free to download, and there's no ads placed on them. And you get to keep them. And if you and and so if you go camping or driving through a tunnel, or whatever, they don't skip or whatever, and they automatically download for you. Uh, and then our Patreon is patreon.com slash knifepartypod. All right. With all of our plugs out of the way, let's get into it, shall we? Send it. <laughs> That's the episode, just us doing... To uh, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Fuck, that, that was, was even better. better. <laughs> that one was better. God fucking damn it. Fucking damn it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's the greatest. I love it because it's funny because we have two intros, but here we go. Um, by the way, how do you feel about the new John Carpenter's uh, mix? I like it. Very 80s dark synth. Yeah, uh, we need to do it for this movie. So this movie's called Sisu. Um, it came out, I think, late last year or early this year, something like that. Yeah, every movie that's come out in the last three years has been a blur to me. So sure, it came out post-COVID. Yeah, ever since COVID, I, I lost track of when movies come out. I really do. Because so many movies were made and then shelved and then re-released and everything else like that. Or so even worse, put together kind of halfway through, like Mortal Kombat, where it's like, oh, man, this is really good. And then halfway through, you can tell, like, COVID kicked in. It's like, oh, this movie's dog shit now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you talking about the, the, the recent Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Because that movie does suck balls. I'm on IMDb right now, or is it Susi? I think it's Sisu. Sisu. S-I-S-U. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. My bad. So this is a 2002. So it's spelled S I S U. My bad. I, I, I'm dyslexic. I fuck that kind of stuff up. This got a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, I believe it. A 94 audience score of 88, and I don't understand how the audience gave it 88. So uh, it's obviously rated very, very, uh, very hard R. It was released April uh, of 28 um, in 2023. Uh, it was this year. Yeah, this year. It, oh. said, it said last year. Maybe that's when it was filmed. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Lionsgate, of course. Uh, it had a box office gross of only $7.3 million. I think this is going to have a cult following um on DVD. There's no way this movie's going to be ignored. I think it's going to be kind of like John Wick where it it well I mean there's a lot of similarities, but where it, like people don't go see it in the theater cuz they think it looks stupid and then everyone's like you got to see it, you got to see it. So I'm pretty sure this is going to find a huge cult following later. Oh yeah, no. Uh, the fact that I saw it now i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna tell everyone else to watch it they're gonna watch it they're gonna buy it no yeah this is gonna be a thing it is really good so it stars uh let's see a couple of people most nobody i know nobody i know yeah you're right so uh jormaya that's j-o-r-m-a uh tomilia t-o-m-m-l-i-l-a um, he plays the main character i've never seen him in any movie and i think this helps him because I, I was I was saying to you and everyone else I watched this with, one of the coolest things about this movie is I don't recognize anybody. So I'm not like, oh, Brad Pitt couldn't do that. Or, oh, right. this person couldn't do that. It was like, I don't know this guy at all. And I think it makes it better. To me, me the too. movie had real, like... Tarantino or Robert mm. Rodriguez vibes. Mm-hmm. But the problem is if we did this with Tarantino or Robert Rodriguez... There'd be more humor. Wouldn't there be more humor, but we would have, you know, like the certain people he likes to work with all the fucking time yeah. in this role. Like, I don't want to see John Travolta playing a Nazi. Now, Michael Madsen, on the other hand. No, who's the guy from uh, Inglorious Bastards? He would have been the the SS guy. Uh, no, I don't think he's that dumb. The guy from Django. Yeah, no, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's who would have been cast Christoph for Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz would have been, you know, the, the SS guy. So, and yeah, then, his name is Axel uh, Hinai. And, a- a- and he did great. A-K-S-E-L-H-E-N-N-I-E. He plays the uh, Wampa SS um, commander of this ragtag group of surviving members. Um 
of uh, some SS and some regular German uh, infantry, and they're actually their dri- uniforms were all over the place. Well, here is another thing about it. Did you notice they're not driving a Panzer or a Tiger? They're driving a Russian tank that they obviously commandeered. I did not pay attention to the tank. Also, the tank operator is not German. He's a Russian. Is it? oh okay. You yeah. could tell by his look. I think they did that on purpose. Like he was a uh, defector. And then uh, we have Jack Dolan, who plays Wolf, is kind of like the second in command. And then we have a bunch of other people that you're really not going to recognize, uh, if you even recognize those first three. No. <laughs> so I, um, it grossed 7.3 mil. I don't know what it cost to make. I think this movie should have made a lot more. Let's do our Mean Girls math, shall we? Do it. Me- mean Girls cost $80 million to make. And it only raked in 83. If this movie didn't at least... Oh, goddammit, Antonius just said hi. He said it'd be around 40 bucks for our new equipment for the uh, new cables. Tell him Papa said go ahead. All right, I will. But I I just don't want it ruining the podcast. No, no, no. Here, I'll I'll Venmo him on the side. Oh, you know what's going to... No, not now, because he's going to reply back, and then it's going to be a fucking like AOL chat session. (laughs) So um, here comes the money. There goes the money. Uh, there goes our money, stats money, on it. Money, it money. runs a perfect hour and thirty one minutes or a ninety minute runtime. And the good thing about uh, okay Shane O'Mac, um, and it, <laughs> it runs a perfect uh, uh, three act scale, but it's not an axe. And th- this movie is in chapters. Yeah, it's six seven. Chapters seven, I believe. Yeah, because it was six in the final. I think. Yeah, yeah. after Kill 'Em All was it was six and seven chapters. So um, still mad there wasn't any Metallica during the. If you're gonna call it Kill 'Em All, play Metallica. Right. Well, the cool thing about this movie is, like you said, it it is almost. It felt to me like a sequel of Inglorious Bastards. If same vibe, if you yeah. will. Well, same vibe, same setting, except for it takes place, I think, a year later. But it it really does. Inglorious Bastards. It really felt. By the way, that's my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. So sue me. Everyone thinks that's like whatever, but I think that and Reservoir are still my two favorite. And Jackie Brown is the most underrated. And Kill Bill can go fuck itself. I love Kill Bill. Volume two is great. Volume one sucks. I love Volume one. So uh, before we get into the plot and everything else that happens with it, and by the way, this is not going to be the longest review. Uh, for one, Antonius isn't here, and for number two, there really isn't a lot of plot to it no, uh, a lot of it is the visual the cinematography on this is on point oh wow this is some of the best cgi i've seen ever i know it is because there were a lot of points where i'm like is that re- practical well, well, you would say you know like oh that's cool cg i'm like is it i can't even i didn't even notice yeah and if i don't notice the cgi that it's means it's good, good cgi and a lot of people are worried about these IA movie things and IA voiceover i'll tell you one thing man i have zero fear that IA or chat GPS or whatever it is, is going to take over the show. GPT, yeah. There is over 15 years of me on the mic, and there is no way that you're going to be able to create a sense of humor such as mine that's so dark, twisted, and you need to be a bipolar alcoholic with a sex addiction, uh, addiction in order to, and also my slurs, even when I'm totally dead sober, to create something (laughs) like this. I don't think with the writer strike and all this stuff, you're going to be able to create a movie that's such a gore hound, gritty, revenge style movie with a computer. No, you're not going to be able to do it. So everyone that's like out there scared, like, oh, they're going to. But no. you can make Fast and Furious movies with Chad GPT oh, with yo, AI. Hunter, or you, every, you can make Transformers. Or I was about to say every Michael Bay and every Star Wars remake and, and movie or whatever. No, they don't do remakes. They just make more movies. You're not going to be able to do this at all. Like you just can't. This movie is is grit, dirt, blood, gore. No boobies, almost, but no. But but no. we don't even need it, so it doesn't matter. Um, let's go ahead and play the trailer, and then we'll get into kind of uh, our little walkthrough of it. But uh, there's not going to be much of it. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna be kissing this movie's ass more than we're really going to be talking about the plot because the plot is quite simple you could sum it up in like five minutes (laughs) revenge revenge (laughs) all right here we go
Finland, 
is uh, 560 some odd miles away. Yeah, it and said that in the trailer. Now he's he's Finnish, so I think he's going to Russia. No, he's going to Helsinki. Helsinki, there you go. Capital. Capital. All right. At this point in the war, the Russians. I thought Mo- Moscow was the capital of. No, Moscow is the capital of Russia. Oh. Yeah. Helsinki's so, capital of Finland. Yes. Oh. So at this you. point in the war, um, what it said in the opening statement is that, you know, uh, the Russians have signed an armistice with the Finnish with the agreement that they kicked the fucking Nazis out. Oh, by the way, this takes place in 1944, just to yeah. let you know. So, yeah, this. Uh, yeah, the the Russians and the and the Finnish are on a tentative peace, but uh, everyone's like, yeah, fuck the Germans. Yeah, exactly. And the Finnish stayed neutral, or at least tried to, uh, and then the Russians commanded them to help them, and they kind of had to subside to them for reasons. Now, the only ones that stayed uh, true neutral were the Sweden. They're like, fuck y'all, because you know, in Not the Swiss, Swiss, the Swiss. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, and I don't know if you know this. If you are a born Swedish, uh, born there, and you and you are a Swedish, you have to actually own one rifle. This is like a thing, kind of like us owning car insurance. Is that motherfucker spray painting his goddamn car? You I don't know. I don't got really. to be kidding me. Um, and uh, also on top of that, you have to have one ounce of gold. Did you know that's a real thing in Sweden or Switzerland? Uh, Sweden. In Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you're like a, a, a for real citizen there, I don't know if this is like a born thing or if you move in, you have to have a rifle plus that. because And they actually, too, one of the reasons why they're able to stay neutral, they have like secret caves and shit like dug everywhere to where they're almost impossible to, uh, you know, invade. That's so, probably Sweden then, because the, the Swiss are protected by just the Alps. It's just it's a real bitch to get to them. Well, not only that too, they they are a lot of people think that like Fort Knox, this and that, and this and that, and this and that. But everyone has Swiss bank accounts. If you're you know any if you're anybody, you have those, and and they're, because they're so fucking protected and so neutral. Yep. You know they never ever took a side, and there you go. So. He makes his way back uh, to Finland. <laughs> back to back to Finland, and he passes a company of uh, three three uh, carryalls plus one tank, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, the first one to go by was um, it was the truck with the troops, the truck with the girls, and the tank, and then another truck. That was later toward ah yeah. okay. And he goes across another truck so, and the motorcycle guys. So the truck with the troops are just troops. They're modern infantry. We see the uh, stolen tank, which is Wampa SS, and then we see the Joy Division. If you guys don't know what that is, the Joy Division used to be uh, in the early goings of the war would be uh, German officers, and they would actually sleep with the men, and they were way higher paid and everything else and it would be consensual and everything else well as the war went on they started losing the joy division because a they get pregnant or they were sick of it or this and that and the other or they couldn't brave the weather so they would just capture like sex slaves and uh these girls are obviously russian um or finnish no 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 i think they're russian well they speak both languages yeah yeah. well one of them is russian we find out later Mm -hmm. uh but uh, and then we have our other infantry kind of backup thing going on in the back. And uh, they come across, you know, this gentleman going the opposite way. And uh, they're like, they pull rifles on him and, and you know. Uh, the SS officer stops he, him. He stops him. And, it's like, uh, nope, he's marging toward his death anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's no point in, like, stopping him. I'm like, why yeah, waste Don't waste bullets? the bullet, yeah. So then he keeps moving on, and he goes to uh, the border, or not borderlands, but he's he's going to the area towards it, like this one main road, right? And uh, there's three they meet up with the uh, three German soldiers, and uh, they're like, "Hey, old man, what the fuck, dude? Uh, stop, stop what you're doing, and get off, the horse. get off the horse, kneel down, all this other stuff." And they go, "This motherfucker's a gold miner," and then they find one nugget of gold, and they're like, "Oh, you are up fuck creek, right?" Yeah, yeah, you fucked up. Until you see him clench his fist, and, and the rage starts building, and d- the music starts building. He dispatches these motherfuckers. The first 
scene in the movie where you realize this guy, he takes his knife and it goes through the dude's temple, out his other temple. Yeah, through the skull. Yeah. That yeah. thing was sharp. <laughs> or he was just like that powerful. Yep. And that was uh, the first Nazi he turned into a good Nazi. Yeah. And the then only good Nazis are dead a dead Nazi. Nazi. Yep. And then after that, we have the, you know, the other Nazis come down, like uh, uh, he kicks a dude's ankle backwards. That was a fun shot. That was a fun shot. And then the other guy, like he starts just like, you know, whatever. And there's one guy left and he starts fucking with him and he grabs him from behind and he grabs his holster uh, to his, uh, what? The Luger. The Luger. Yeah. Cause it, and just shoots him through the foot and makes short work of them. And now. That was the only time he actually used a firearm though. But it was still holstered, so I don't count it. Yeah. Well, unless you count the plane at the end, but. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah. But that's like against different. people? Yeah. That's yeah. the only time he actually used the fucking. Yeah. Out. He's fighting out a giant mocking us. So then he, uh, the gunshots are heard about the company, and the company turn around, and then they find the dead soldiers, and they find that one nugget, and they're like, oh. That other guy had gold. Let's go fuck him up. So the whole movie is this pursuit of this old man to get the gold. And they're, they, they get a, uh, they go to like this, this area where it's a minefield where these guys planted these mines. And, and they uh, just start unloading with the tank and they're, uh, well, not yet, not yet. No. Uh, they, 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 they get his horse. Well, they start shooting at him and yeah. he runs into the minefield mm-hmm. and then, yeah, the horse does, <laughs> doesn't make it at this point. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it gets blown to pieces. Luckily, the dog lives. <clears throat> After this, uh, the, obviously, all of his gold and stuff flies out of his his uh, satchel, uh, his attaché. Attaché. Attaché, to be fair. To be fair. No, to be fair. And then, oh, I should turn up our music, by the way. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do this. Because I am. <laughs> That's the episode, just us doing. To uh, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Fuck, that was even better. better. <laughs> that was better. God fucking damn it. Fucking damn it. All right, we have our music back. There so we go. <laughs> at this point, um, you know, he's picking up all his all his gold uh, bullion. Still shell shocked. Yeah, and then uh, the all the Nazis just pull up, and and as this guy is like, wait, wait, let's let him collect everything and and kind of see what's going on. They have rifles trained on them. That way, they, they don't got to go into the minefield themselves. And exactly, go fly, hunt down each individual piece. But at this point, after picking up all the bullion, he picks up a rock and he throws it and it hits one of the mines and boom, it causes a chain reaction of mines going off. Right in front of them. And they just start unloading all their bullets. They can't hit them. Here's the first sin I'm, I'm going to ding this movie on. Uh, the gold pan scene. The gold pan Captain America shield. I love this scene. It's like, what in the absolute shit fuck is, is that, that made, made of? of? Yeah. No, because it's like, okay, you know, like old timey, you know, nine millimeter was not the fucking best, but coming out of like an MP40 with a 14 inch barrel, exactly. I think it is. Yeah, no, it's some hot shit. Dude, you know, even it, then, some of the other guys had the car 98. The other guy was shooting with the fucking, the big, uh, so, I, I oh, no, they didn't get the on the 50 call. No, they don't get on the 50 call yet. So they start opening fire on him and he uses his his uh, gold mining pan as a shield and deflects Captain every- America style exactly, but it's still a great shot. It's a great shot, but it's like yeah, no. Unre- at this point, you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit, yes. But because this guy is like Wolverine, how he heals, it's it's pretty insane. Um, then they track him down. You know, they're after him. And, uh, but all of a sudden, after the smoke clears, you just see a landmine go flying, and it hits a dude straight in the helmet, and just like total <laughs> eviscerated. And that, he, yeah, he just had one, and he chucked it. Apparently, and it hit the guy right in the face. So now they they track him down to a harbor after shooting him in the calf, right? And and uh, uh, no, 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 not oh, yet. They made the girls walk in front of the tanks. Yeah, they make the girls walk in front of the tanks. You're right. You're right. And then um, at this point, they're trying to track him. He's injured. He heals himself with some uh, some wood that's still burning to cauterize himself at like a bombed out truck. And then he he rolls underneath like one of their convoys. But they got their German shepherd, their dogs out to go track him. Right, and they got his scent. So he ends up stabbing. 
uh, with this knife, um, the gas the gas tank, and he gets gas all over him, so they lose the scent. And then finally, when they stop, he 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 is found out about. Dumb, and he, just makes a run for it. And he makes a run for it. He gets shot in the calf, and then they sick the dog on him, and then he lights a match and sets himself on fucking fire. Yep. That was badass. The dog's just that, like, I don't want any part of this. Nah, and, fuck all that. And then he jumps in the water, and they're like, well, he might, you know, like, whatever. But right before this, they get a communique from, like, their superiors, and they're like, because uh, they find his dog tag. After oh yeah, the they explosion. found his dog tag in the minefield. Yeah, and and uh, they read off the dog tag, and the superior officer is like, "Turn back, don't fuck with this guy, go away." In and you quotes, get the legend he's, about him. He's a, he's a badass motherfucker. He is a legend. Leave him alone. Uh, he killed uh, three hundred Russian soldiers during the winter wars of World War One with a pencil. I don't think they said pencil. But no, I, but like the whole it's it's the Baba Yaga yeah. speech. That they did in John Wick. And and they, they do the whole thing where it's like, this guy... They don't call him Baba Yaga. They call him something similar. There's they like call this, him the immortal in Finnish. Yeah, but they're, they're, I forget the Finnish name for it. But so, yeah. they, But they, they, they tell, like... Or no, in Russian, because he was killing, like... Exactly. He killed, like, what, over 500 Russians or something like that? 300. So yeah. they're saying this guy... They try to court martial him. He wouldn't listen, and then they just send him out as a one man death squad. And uh, this is because the Russians killed his wife and daughter, and he just will like he he's a he like, doesn't like Russians. He's out for vengeance. No, he doesn't. Like, anybody who fucks with him, it's like, dude, you're you're gonna die. Yep. Like you don't fuck with me. I have a death wish, but I refuse to die. So they said you were really lucky. You didn't lose more than seventeen. And but then the gold. Yep. Yeah. He he battlefield bad company that and it's just yeah no there's gold in them our hills we're gonna go we're gonna go war crime it up and get some gold. So they even uh, uh, even the SS guy goes look the war is gonna be over and we're all gonna go to tribunal so this is our only way out we could buy our way out of being hung so we yep. need we this is our situation out they go what about the rest of the soldiers and you go they have booze and women. Yeah, we can get a trip to Argentina for yeah, free. <laughs> exactly. So Buenos Aires. They uh, after he, he goes in the water, he holds his breath for, and they're like immortal or not, the legend or not, he can't hold his breath forever. So one, they send like one man at first to go catch him Dude, with his helmet and everything on, helmet and boots. and boots. So I think that was probably done on purpose to like, okay, so I can go to the bottom and grab this stuff. Maybe, but man, that's not a good I, idea. Either way. Um, the, the old man goes behind him, slits his neck, and actually literally breathes air out of his own lungs. Stole the air right out of his lungs. That scene... Literally took your breath away? Hold on. Take my breath away. Can you stall for a second? Yeah. So, yeah, it... it before that, there was this really cool shot of him underwater where it's everything's black. And they're shooting at him, too. And, yeah. and, and all the bullets are missing. And this scene's really cool because he's on his knees doing the Bray Wyatt thing. Mm -hmm. He's on his knees. He's holding on to the gold to keep him submerged. And he's just waiting it out. And there's this shot where it kind of shows that he can't see anything around him. It is darkness. It is a it murky is. ass lake that he's under. Most people have no clue that in 2020, they don't have any clue that this ad is playing. Is so, <laughs> He's one by underwater. one, these yeah. German soldiers are coming down, you know, and he slits the dude's neck and goes right before in totally like vampire status, just like, yep, sucking the air out of his lungs so and he then, doesn't have to surface and then it's, again. And then it's like a shark movie where you just see blood and bubbles and they're like, cool, go get my gold. He must be dead. And they send another guy out in a canoe. They have like uh, three or four guys three out. Guys, yeah. yeah. And... The other guy jumps down. He doesn't same return. Fate. Same fate. And then the other guy, they're looking at each other. And, and now the Germans are pointing rifles at at that at their own soldiers going like, hey. Get in the water. Get in the water or else it's considered desertion. And he's just trying to row away. And yeah. it didn't. And, well, then you see his face because he's hanging on the boat. And he gets to the end. And then what, the uh, uh, wolf get, get, says, fuck this. He gets on the 50 cal and he just starts shooting. Yeah. But he's using like one of the corpses as like a back shield. Which, yeah, that would rip right through both men and into it's the It's a 50 hillside. cal, we know, but yeah. the, again, suspending it's, disbelief. It's, it's cool looking and all, but it's like, that body's not going to stop that. 
round. Well, he eventually lets go because it becomes meatloaf. And then uh, um, then we see the, the dog come up, and they're like, ooh. And it's not the... Get the, me a boat. They go... So their idea is the dog will find its master. Let's rig it for explosives. Yep, and they put a potato masher grenade on it. Yes, they do, which is my favorite grenade because you can throw it the farthest. If you're a dirty communist, then yeah. No. I'm not a communist. Nope. So I ain't a fucking commie. I don't ride with commies. So no Christians Ameri- neither. So the Americans developed a a, a grenade in the in, during World War II that was the size and weight approximately of a baseball because every good American boy should grenade. know how yeah. to throw a baseball. You need a swatter. Come get your swatter. <laughs> That's true American grenade. Damn right. So... They cross over and they use the dog to kind of track him and also place a, a sabotage grenade on him. And uh, he finds it and gets it off the dog just in time. As he throws it, it blows up in his face and concusses him. And now he's being hanged by uh, by our main... Wolf and the uh, Yeah, the SS SS guy. Yeah, exactly. And also the tank driver. And the tank driver feels like... He Slightly takes honor bound, yeah. Yeah, honor bound. So they all kind of take off their helmets and they're like honorable because this guy's a fucking badass. He's a Drugar by every sense. Sorry, by every sense. And then after this, uh, you know, we see it. he's hanging there and he's like, I re- I'm not going to die here. So he tries oh. to put his foot on some rebar and he can't. So he uses one of his own bullet wounds Mm -hmm. to slide onto the rebar to push himself up so he can get some of the tension off of his neck this is the scene i had to leave like or turn my eyes a little bit it was so heavy it's it's so heavy that i'm like what the fuck yeah now former emt me yeah you're not gonna gross me out i'm just sitting there like oh the infection (laughs) oh no i was thinking the whole thing i'm like this guy's dying of gangrene like tomorrow like, yeah. of all the tetanus and ever, and gangrene and all these bullet wounds, but, but every time he gets in one of these confrontations, he whips out, like, his knife and takes out shrapnel. There's, like, a whole scene where he did. But at this point, some uh, he's hanging there. An uh, airplane flies over. Looking, Stuka comes and lands. Yeah, he's looking for petroleum. He's at a petroleum station uh, where he starts healing up. Dog returns, obviously. We just mentioned that. And then uh, uh, he's laying there, and he's about to give up. But you, I don't know if you notice this. You hear his wife dying and his child crying. And then you hear the dog. And then you hear the dog, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he gets strung up and everything. And he's kind. he's got his leg impaled on that rebar to help give him some relief on his neck. <sighs> Dude. But then it, he's but there for hours. Yeah, when they land, it's daylight again. When when the plane land, flies over, though, it it causes like friction, and then what he's being hung on, which is like a a, a, a station sign, sign yeah. it falls down, and he kind of catches his breath, and then uh, when these they go like this motherfucker is still alive, so. One of them, he goes, shoot the dog, shoot him. And these have nothing to do with the people pursuing him. This is just like a random plane landing. And then uh, uh, so uh, he, when he's about to get shot, the old man kicks out the dude's leg. His, he gets fucking brained on a on a, on a, a rock or a piece of... Re- like Johnny from Night of yeah. the Living Dead. There you go. Just boom, lands and he's dead. And then the guy's like, hey, I told you to kill him because you can hear the dog the barking still. still barking. And then... At fr- then he fucks him up with a brick, and then he sits down. He's bleeding to death. He's bleeding out. The old man is. Yeah, the other guy is just sitting there, you know, tied up at this point, watching, you know, uh, yeah, the immortal dig, you know, shrapnel and bullet wounds, but then he, bullets out of himself. As he's lying there, he pulls out like the Mauser. I think is it a Mauser, the Ruger. Which one? Oh, the uh, why yeah, he's laying there, the broom handled Mauser. Yeah, yeah. Mauser C98? I'm just call it the snake eater. Red 9. The red 9. There you go. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 reference again. Well, I did a snake eater reference. What a thrill. The darkness and silence oh, through the night. We're, God, I'm so that's excited. Coming it's coming I'm up. I'm so excited. I know, me too. Uh, so he's sitting there and, and he... There's a moment where he kind of says, fuck it. And he puts the gold and buries it over. And he pulls out the gun. 
here's my thing about his gun use thing. I think that's like him reverting to weakness because he's about to shoot the pilot and then he decides not to, or, or the uh, co-pilot, he decides not to and instead yeah, he re-digs see. up the gold and he picks up the the pickaxe and then it gets a cut scene and we see all these uh the german soldiers are they're go there's some in the road and it turns out to be that fucking plane now i don't know what happened did he make him fly it no i think uh, he might have made him fly it that's and what i think strangled him at like, the end yeah because i'm you know, like as we've seen with the second plane he doesn't know how to fly <laughs> not only that he doesn't know how to die during a crash <laughs> no yeah he two crashes in the course of like two hours so this is where the the movie really picks up with like the body count because our immortal our old man convoys the the joy division uh 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 you know truck and uh he's got like tons of guns on him and he starts handing out to the girls and he crawls on top of of like one of the trucks kills the driver with like a uh, a knife right through the roof right through his head that was the the pickaxe oh it was yeah it was the back end of the pickaxe oh okay there you go he commandeers the vehicle the girl takes over they pull up next to the other vehicle and all he armed just armed all these girls with rifles they pull up the yeah before that you see all these bodies keep getting run over and uh, by the yeah, side of the yeah, road yeah. and these useless motherfuckers were driving the motorcycle like was that one of ours yeah exactly was that was that, was that Gun- a fresh one was that was that uh G- Gunthia? Was, was that fritz was that fritz was that hans was that and you just keep seeing all these bodies yeah they don't fucking do anything yeah they're like looking around useless but remember they didn't have radios though not like the americans did so no, they couldn't they go had a fucking machine gun <laughs> this is true but they don't know what to shoot at so finally uh, when they when the uh, uh, there's this main girl in it, she's kind of like the main chick. I think she's an agent for the Russians. But as the uh, right before this happened, she goes, "You don't actually know who you're fucking with," and she tells like an exaggerated or not exaggerated, extended version of the legend about how badass this motherfucker is. Right, mm-hmm. talking about how this guy single-handedly killed you know hundreds, a, hundreds, and she she elaborates. And she goes, they call him the immortal, and uh, uh, they go, he's not immortal. And he goes, no, he's not, but he refuses refuses to to die. die. And you fucked with the wrong person. Yeah, right there, man movie. Exactly. Why do we like these kind of movies? Like, why is it, I I don't know if it's me or or, or just every dude. I love revenge movies. They are my absolute favorite. Yeah, this movie, if I had to, like, sum it up all together, this is... Man John lose- Wick yeah. meets uh, Fury Broke Road. Mountain. Oh. Meets Fury Road. <laughs> yeah, no. I was joking. Yeah. No, it is very Fury Road, yeah, too. Yeah, John Wick, Fury but, Road, but, and- um, But without any wokeness. Incredible Bastards. Uh, Inglorious. Inglorious Bastards. I was saying it's a sequel to Inglorious ba- Bastards and a prequel to John Wick. <laughs> but if you like- <laughs> hey, if, hey, man, if you want a good combat movie, see this. So- Finally, uh, the girls, they shoot up, like, now they're armed. They shoot up all the Nazis. Now, this is my favorite chapter, Kill Them All. Yep. And uh, it comes down to basically the just the SS guy and the tank guy, and they're like... Alexa, play Search and Destroy. Yeah, they need to get... Uh, they need to get their, their gold out because they're going to try to buy their way out, right? Well, they buy that flight at the end. That 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 plane, I don't know if you caught that, that was a big red star on the back. That was a Soviet yes, plane. that's right. So he was trying to buy his way out going the Soviet route. Mm-hmm. And uh, he makes a deal with them like, hey, we're going to get the fuck out of here and I got tons of gold. But the old man will And he let- kills his tanker. He does. He shoots him in the face. Yep. And then we have a very Indiana Jones type scene. On because the old man finds his way via landing gear into the and then we have like well, we got to go with the coolest shot in the fucking movie here the plane uh, going to take off as he's coming in on the motorcycle he that shoots he up scared the, away he, from the other guys yeah yeah oh yeah yeah there's oh, some forget g- about that he fought with uh, wolf and he's just yeah. beating the ever living dog shit, shit out, out of him and then and then the uh, the uh, guys on the uh, motorcycle the the death squad motorcycle guys come up and they just like abandon ship just and surrender this. I'm walking away they're, they're like we're out. And then that's when he commandeers yeah. that. 
And then he, he spares the, Wolf. He spares but, Wolf. But the girls don't. No, no. Well, and then they you do, have. Yeah, they do because they bring him to. That's later. Yeah. So <laughs> he did not have a good fate. He drives up and and they're like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And in the plane, he just starts shooting it up with uh, 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 a MP40. There you go. Yeah, the submachine gun. And then uses his uh, pickaxe to board the plane. In While midair, it's moving. Yes, in midair, he climbs through the uh, uh, or hangs on via. Now this pickaxe is like magic; it just saves his ass every time. It is the doses mocking of this movie. Well, uh, to be fair, to be fair, actually, to be fair here. Okay. So, as somebody who you know understands cutting through the side of a you know modern aircraft, yeah, we have these little things called crash axes for crash fire rescue. Okay. Very small little, you know, axe with a pick on the back end. And it goes through aluminum like butter. To be fair. 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 Classic to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Dude, I say I like ours better. Yeah, ours is better. I, I think ours was better. So, any whore. Um, any whore? Is that a new thing? Yes. Okay. So, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Oh, Cutting yeah. through he the climbed, side of the plane. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, we have little crash axes that go through those things. Now, some old Soviet piece of shit that's made out of Chineseium. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a steel pickaxe can get through that pretty even, easily. The dude even says that. Uh, he goes, what's that noise? And he goes, oh, well, it's because this It is old plane. It is old plane. You will like. You will like. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway... We board the plane and we get our boss battle between the SS guy, uh, SS guy, and our old man. And there just happens to be a Soviet bomb there. And because I gotta ask, because this is like the, the, the fifth time you've said it. Are you saying Wampa SS? Yeah, Wampa SS. Waffen. Waffen. I yeah. say Wampa. Now I'm picturing like the Star Wars like Wampa, but like in Hugo Boss with a fucking red armpit. Oh, I was, it looks terrible. I, I was talking about the Pokemon. Wampa. Yeah. It's got. Never mind. You, okay. You, you'll know it when you see it. Uh, Waffen SS. Uh, sorry, sorry, I don't speak Nazi, you asshole. So uh, anyway, um, I'm not an enemy. They have their their boss battle, and uh, it ends how you think it will. Uh, he ties him up to the goddamn fucking bomb and drops him. He and lands. He goes everywhere, <laughs> dude. And, and, and he goes, "Fuck you!" It's yeah. Up. There is no typical bad guy. No, no. He's just <laughs> defiant and a dick. All the way to the end. Yeah, I know. I love him though. He's such a good heel. They land. Then uh, everyone's dead, except for the the ladies. They actually meet up with the Soviets, and they still have Wolf tied up. And they're like, "Here's the last one of the whole company, and yeah. here's your tank back." Yeah, enjoy your tank. Enjoy your tank. They're like, "Where's everyone else in hell?" Yeah. <laughs> he actually makes his way back to uh, Denmark. What would you say? Helsinki. Helsinki. I thought it said Helsinki on the the building. He goes to a fucking bank and just unloads all his gold, and he goes, I'd like bills, please. And it's the first thing he says. A little easier to carry. And that's our movie. I told you. Yeah, that's the whole movie. Now, it's 91 minutes long, but it's like something to be seen, not to be really discussed. I'm just saying, man, I usually don't do recent horror movies. I think I've only done three. I did Blood and Honey. I did this, and I did Cocaine Bear. This movie is definitely worth a watch and another watch, and I think this is an owner movie. This yeah, is, I'm, I'm going to go home and buy it. It's a great movie, man. All right, so uh, shit, I I don't think we have more to talk about. I, I, I got to say, watch this movie. What would you give it? Like I said, the Rotten Tomato scores are really high in, in the uh, 94, 96, 88 on um, on a, a, a audience score. What would you give this? Um, some of the, uh, some of the gun sins, like I, I'm that kind of gun guy where it's like, you know, if you go and shoot, you know, a handgun a yeah. hundred fucking times without reloading, I'm going to yeah. be like, okay, this is kind of dumb. Yeah. You but know? I think it works in this because it I, does okay with, I think it's like, like book of Eli where he's kind of like guided by God or something where he, you know, maybe Still. he just has a high endurance. I, I, at no point or is constitution. Oh, at no point is German machine guns getting stopped by one body. <laughs> it's true. So, no. With all that said, I'm gonna give it um, a solid ninety 
Solid 90. I'm giving it a 96, so that adds up to an Evergreen Tomato score of 93. Sharp. Certified sharp. Certified sharp. This is a definitely a popcorn movie. This is not a film by any means. I and mean, it does have some good cinematography. It, it's got great cinematography. The, mu- the music is great. But what I mean, if you're into heavy plot and drama... Not there. Not there. This is a... This is a straight-up gore-fest action movie. I want to say exploitative, but it's not. It's not It's not there because it's so well-filmed. The costumes are amazing. Everything's amazing. The only thing that's missing is plot. But you really don't need it in this kind of film because, or movie, rather, because it's not... Like I'm saying, it's a revenge movie, but yeah. it ain't old boy. No. And it ain't Count I Monte Cristo. But it might be it might be a little bit Fury Road. If you liked Fury Road at yes. all, this movie is right up your fucking and alley. way better, in my opinion. You'd say better than Fury Road? Oh yeah. We need to do Fury Road then. We do need to do Fury Road, but the original Mad Max blows it out of the water. It, the OG Mad Max, the first one? Yes. No, the first one's dog shit. The second one's good. The first one's great. Road Warrior is, do- is ass. Road Warrior is. Okay, look. coming soon to Cinema Court. <laughs> Every everyone is great until Thunderdome, and then I just and then you know. Fair, I'll agree with you on that. Okay, one. cool. We'll concede that point. Let's just put one and two, just kind of like Conan and Red Sonia. I kind of consider like a good like one and two are kind of related. Fair, you know, Conan one and Red Sonia are like direct sequels of each. You know, uh, they're 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 linked kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I got for the, the Knife Party podcast. You, you got anything to promote? Uh, you, I know you got your uh, Humane Society. Uh, yeah, I, I always promote uh, Solano County Friends of Animals. I don't. If you guys are going to donate to anything besides my boy here, uh, donate to Solano County Friends of Animals. There you they go. help give me my boy, and uh, hopefully we can save some other kitties along the way. Damn right, especially black cats. Because uh, what, dude? So. I, I'm not going to go into it. Yeah, Let's awful. We've already went through enough darkness today. So um, yeah, and with that, uh, I think that I need to return some videotapes. And the only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. Be kind. Rewind, everybody. <laughs>